The election family in Arizona is full of Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, and others who want one thing, and that is to have integrity in our elections. Cool. Then why did you hire that wingnut from Florida? Just asking for a few hundred million friends. Well, I don't know why I came here tonight. That's why. I got the feeling that something right. Maybe it is, maybe I'm it isn't. I'm so scared in case I fall off my chair. Who knows? And I'm wondering how I'll get down the stairs. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Here I am, stuck in the middle with you. Yep. From Pacifica Radio in Los Angeles, this is the broadcast as heard on KPFK 90.7 FM in L.A. Also in Red Bluff and Redding, California on KFOI, Round Mountains, KKRN, and Eureka's KGOE. Up in Oregon on the Central Coast on KYAQ, Cottage Grove's KSO, Eugene's KEPW. In Lancaster, Pennsylvania on WLRI, Maui, Hawaii's KAKU. In Columbus, Ohio on WGRN. Palinville, New York's WLPP. In Rochester, New York on WRFZ. Down in New Orleans on WHIV. Out in Gallup, New Mexico on KNIZ. In Concord, New Hampshire on WNHN. Fayetteville, Arkansas's KPSQ. In Seattle on KODX. Janesville, Wisconsin's WADR. And Minneapolis, St. Paul's AM950. KTNF. We also stream coast-to-coast and around the globe every day for your listening convenience on the internets on the Progressive Voices Channel, Netroots Radio, Radio for Humans, FYI Nation, NicoleSandler.com, Radio Free Brooklyn, Workforce Rising, No Lies Radio, Verdant Square Radio, and Detour Talk, Blanketing Planet Earth five days a week. I'm Brad Friedman, your friendly investigative blogger, journalist, troublemaker, muckraker, and all-around swell fellow, says me, from bradblog.com. Thank you very much for joining us today, when we may or may not, we'll see, have a barn burner for you. (laughs) Am I right, Desi Doyen? Yeah, we'll see. We will see how all of this plays out at this point. Uh, As you have probably heard by now, for the last week and a half or so, there has been an unusual, to say the least, ongoing post-election hand count and or audit, depending on how one may wish to describe it, of some 2.1 million ballots cast in the November 2020 presidential election in Maricopa County, Arizona. That is Phoenix, and Maricopa is the largest county in the state by far, where some two-thirds of the state's ballots are cast uh, in the state that Joe Biden reportedly won the first time for a Democrat in decades by just a little bit over 10,000 votes or so out of almost three and a half million cast across the state. But Trump supporters suspect that the state was stolen via the Maricopa County Dominion voting system tabulators or by massive stuffing of the ballot box, one or the other, or maybe even both. Maricopa County voters use hand-marked paper ballots, most of which were cast by mail, as has been the case for some time in the state, but particularly during the COVID pandemic. And All of those hand-marked paper ballots, whether cast via absentee or in person at one of the county's voting centers, are tabulated by digital optical scanners 
made by Dominion Voting Systems, which, as you may have heard, Trump supporters believe stole the election somehow for Joe Biden. In addition to Dominion uh, and their systems flipping votes from Trump to Biden, despite the lack of any evidence at all to support that charge so far, the Trump supporters who have pushed for this audit slash recount also believe that the election was stolen by stuffing the ballot box somehow with hundreds of thousands of ballots. Again, currently there is no evidence for either of those charges to my knowledge. Either way. The demands from the MAGA mob have resulted in Republicans in the Arizona State Senate ordering a recount of all 2.1 million ballots cast in last year's election in Maricopa and allocating about $150,000 of taxpayer money to a private cybersecurity firm that has no experience in elections or election audits or recounts. Uh, this private cybersecurity company is organizing and overseeing this entire count more than six months after Election Day and nearly as many months since the results were certified by the Republican Maricopa County Board of Elections, the state's Democratic Secretary of State and the state's Republican governor. The, the, uh, the firm that was hired by the uh, GOP Senate to carry out this effort is an outfit called Cyber Ninjas. It's run by a guy named Doug Logan, who in the weeks after the election retweeted any number of completely unproven claims, some of them frankly insanely wild, about the election being stolen. He has now since deleted his Twitter account. Nonetheless, that is the guy overseeing this unusual recount, which even the five-person Maricopa County Board of Elections, with four Republicans and one Democrat sitting on it, are actually opposing, and they continue to do so in an ongoing court case, even as the count proceeds. It came about after a state judge had ordered the county to turn over all of the ballots uh, to the state Senate Republicans about a month or two ago. And now those ballots are finally being counted, at least in theory, on the floor of the Veterans Memorial Coliseum in Phoenix, which has apparently been rented out by the Cyber Ninjas. In addition to the $150,000 in taxpayer money, the group has also been accepting funds um, from private donors, though they refuse to say how much and who is actually paying them. They have also argued in court that their processes for forensically examining these ballots and the computer tabulators should be declared a proprietary secret, which cannot be shared publicly. And they have, at least until yesterday, but I'll ask my guests about this in a moment, they have blocked all media and the public from observing the process in any way, as they normally would during a post-election recount. Uh, at least beyond about eight video cameras that have been set up in the arena that offer wide shots of activity at a number of different tables where paid counters are doing their work, whatever work that may be. Until the new change in policy for allowing media, the uh, only media access for a week or so had been to an Arizona Republic newspaper reporter who had agreed to take an eight-hour shift as one of the official observers and discovered on her very first day, her only day, that ballot counters in the room had blue pens with them. That is a huge no-no in post-election recounts and audits, because blue ink can be used to mark or spoil ballots in a way that could be read by the ballot scanners. 
Usually, only red ink is allowed inside such processes. After the reporter got the word out to the public about the blue pens, Doug Logan, the head cyber ninja, apparently, changed the procedures to allow only red or green pens in the room after conceding that he did not know that blue ink was, in fact, readable by the scanners that he has been hired to forensically investigate and audit. So given the lack of media allowed to oversee the process, at least over the first week or so of counting, very little information about all of this has leaked out. Moreover, the ninjas have been releasing no information to the public as far as how many ballots have been tallied so far, what the results are to date, how they compare to the certified counts, etc. Nonetheless, over the past week or so, I have been in close touch with pretty much the only guy involved in the process itself on the inside who actually does have some experience with post-election audits, and he is one of our two guests today, both of whom I've known for many years as great and even progressive election integrity advocates, both of whom have been on this program a number of times over the years, and both of whom who, uh, who have now been inside of the Veterans Memorial Coliseum during this process over the past week. Both are here to join us to explain what the hell is going on there. First up, John Brakey is director of Audit USA. He's a longtime election integrity and transparency champion based in Tucson, Arizona, where he has overseen his own share of post-election audits and recounts, though none as unusual as this one, frankly, by a private company, essentially. Audit USA is a national uh, nonpartisan group working to restore public ownership and oversight of elections. John Brakey, uh, I know you're still in Maricopa and that you've left the uh, Coliseum to speak with us today uh, where the cell signal is not good there and uh, where cells <clears throat> are not allowed inside the arena anyway. So uh, welcome back to the broadcast, amigo. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. We, could, we do go back a long way, don't we, Brad? We do indeed. We do yep. indeed. Uh, before I get to our other guest, John, uh, and we can detail, get into more details with both of you, but why should I or any voters, uh, briefly, have any confidence in the process that is going on right now as run by this far-right, arguably conspiracy theorist, Cyber Ninjas group with uh, with both taxpayer money and private money and what has largely been a secret process. And I would add no different, John, than the secret processes you have spent many years criticizing by voting machine companies and, and election officials and so forth. That's very true. And that's what I'm doing here. I'm criticizing. I'm on them. I want you to know we have media in there right now. They have uh, two people. They have a pool camera, I guess, because. You know, there was a little incident in there. Uh, me and Ken got together, and the cameras were on us, and they were nervous. And I said, don't be. Hey, this is the media. Uh, give them what they need. I want them to have the same access that they would get in Maricopa County. And I'm fighting for that, and I'm winning. And, uh, and I'm also fighting for other things that I think that Ray will go into, mm -hmm. because he may have some big news. We'll get to that. Uh, uh, you, you mentioned Ken. That would be... Uh, Ken Bennett, he's the uh, former uh, Arizona uh, Secretary of State, a Republican. You've appeared in some of the press conferences I've seen with the media outside of the Coliseum alongside Ken Bennett, 
who has uh, apparently been he's been hired by the ninjas to work on this project uh, as well. well. He has not. He has not. How, where is he? No. Who has hired him? Why he is he there? He was appointed by the president of the Senate, Sam. Okay. okay. And he was brought in. He was president of the Senate for four years. When Jan Brewer uh, moved up to governor when Napolitano left, mm-hmm. uh, he then became secretary of state, and then he won election. Mm-hmm. And next election, he ran for governor, and he lost against uh, the governor we have now. Okay, here's what Ken Bennett, uh, and, and by the way, I should note that uh, the current Democratic Secretary of State in Arizona, Katie Hobbs, she opposes this exercise strongly. In any event, here was Ken Bennett uh, in one of his comments at a presser, I believe, on um, on uh, t- Tuesday, uh, talking about this process. The election family in Arizona is full of Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, and others who want one thing, and that is to have integrity in our elections. And I think so we have to do everything we can to protect the sanctity of the ballot box. Um, you know, we're never going to get 100 people, 100 percent of the people to agree on who should win the election. But we should have as close as possible to 100 percent of the people who have confidence that the election process was done with integrity. And that's what we're here to do. Whether that is what happens remains to be seen. We will discuss. But John Brakey, uh, that was Ken Bennett, a former Arizona Secretary of State. He's a Republican. You're a lifelong uh, Democrat, a labor guy, uh, I think a Bernie Sanders supporter. Uh, just to yep. be clear, are you receiving any money from this group or from the Republicans in the Senate? Have you filed any non-disclosure agreements? Uh, as I believe many of those working have been required to sign. And is there anything you are not allowed to say? Not a thing. I can talk as free as I want. They did ask me to sign something like that when that girl had the problem with the blue pin. You know, I was it. I said, "Hell with free sober before I sign something like that." I'm here as a, a audit and a responsible to work to we the people. And nobody's okay? paying. And nobody's paying you for your efforts, John. Not a nickel. Okay. Not a nickel. Okay. I mean, they do give me food, although so. They, they got pretty good food here. Okay, well, good to know. You know, that would be a crime if this was in the state of Georgia. But anyway, all right, also joining us just back just back from Maricopa after a long overnight drive uh, back to California last night is our friend Ray Lutz. He's founder and executive director of the San Diego-based Citizens Oversight Projects, or COPS, which has long fought for and organized post-election audits, particularly of electronic ballot images. Those are essentially the photos, if you will, that are taken of each ballot uh, when it is scanned through these uh, uh, computerized optical scanners uh, and from where the electronic results in elections are actually derived. Uh, Ray Lutz, greatly appreciate you joining us today as well, sir. Thank you for having me, Brad. Great to be here. I, I want to talk about the process that you have now seen up close at the arena. Uh, we're only able to see it from afar on these eight ca- eight or nine cameras, which are streaming online at azaudit.org. Um, you know, to explain what these folks are actually doing at each of the color coded tables in the room. But you just spent a day or two inside the Coliseum. And uh, as I believe, John sort of helped to get inside there. Do you share John's uh, and, and I guess Ken Bennett's hope that this process will actually lend confidence to voters of all stripes at the end of the day after it's done that the ballots in Maricopa were 
tabulated accurately or not? Well, I have to say that um, even though it looked like more of a big show than anything else when I first saw it, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they have a lot more color. They've got all the color-coded, and uh, they had a lot of big screens, uh, digital uh, screens showing the ballot. Those have all been removed because they found they just didn't have time to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I have to say that a lot of what I see there is uh, appropriate and pretty good in terms of their, uh, you know, fencing off the ballots, how they keep them under control. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, hand-tallying ta- hand the ballots is not is not rocket science, but it is very, very boring and hard for humans to do uh, because they've got so many ballots. This is the one of the largest districts in the nation with, with 2.1 million ballots. That is a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. If you look on those cameras, there's some 46 pallets full of boxes of ballots. And, and, and their big problem is they've only finished, uh, I think, about three of them. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, they have to be out of there by May 14th, right? And it's going to be very hard pressed for them to finish that, unless they 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 can really improve their their throughput. Yeah, you um, had, you, now, you had explained the process uh, via email to me, and and had estimated initially. Um, that as you were timing it, looking at the cameras before you actually went up there, that it was going to take some 15 months to finish this. Then they uh, streamlined the process a little bit. Now, uh, I think last time we, we talked about it, uh, after you uh, w- visited there, you, you thought that it could be done maybe in about a month. Is that right? Well, uh, it, it, they, I still we talked a lot about this yesterday, trying to estimate. And, of course, you can try to time it and see. Mm-hmm how long it takes for them to do one ballot. And I estimated about 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a burst rate. You know, you don't get to do that every single uh, ballot because there's dead time here and there. Mm-hmm. They would have to go up to three or four shifts with the number of tables, probably even try to get it even going faster. Um, I, you know, I the thing is, is that what they're doing now is they're taking the ballot off, uh, off the stack mm-hmm. They're putting it on this lazy Susan uh, round spinner thing that goes around the table mm-hmm. on an easel. Then it moves to the first person, and they look at, up at the ballot, and they look at two races, the, the presidential contest and the Senate contest. Mm-hmm. And then they make two marks on their ballot for those two. Mm-hmm. Then it goes to the next person. There's three of them. They do the same thing. Look up, look down, make marks. Next person, look up, look down, make marks. Then it gets turned around, and the person takes that ballot off and puts it in the box. Now, as it was going, they were loading another ballot on. Mm-hmm. So then there's another. There's always uh, two ballots in process at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, that has uh, is is pretty efficient. But the problem is, uh, what they found in studies were that if you if you wanted to be efficient, you had to split up the work. Believe it or not, between Looking up and looking down uh, was too much mm-hmm. uh, of doing 2.1 million of these. Right. So they had to, to say, okay, we're going to have a reader who reads it, just looks at the ballot and reads it, and someone looks over their shoulder to make sure they're reading the right thing. Mm-hmm. And that's all they do. And then the tallyers, all they do is listen, keeping their eyes on the paper, mm-hmm. and then making the marks. No looking up and down. Now that's the way and it usually works, right? The, the, that's, the, but that's how they found scientifically that mm-hmm. they. So this group came in with no experience at all, with a lot of um, new, you know, fangled ideas about how it would work. 
apparently no one did any basic math to, to work out how long it would take. And now they're sitting here uh, with a real big problem on their hands because uh, they didn't do that, that timing of their process, especially with the way they were first doing it, because what they were first doing was scanning the ballot, mm -hmm. putting it up on these screens above each person, as the ballot went around, they would have to wait for it to go all the way around before they could go to the next ballot. <laughs> and that whole process was taking about 30 seconds per ballot. Uh, and so they, and, and, and the, all the work that they did to mm -hmm. bring these screens in, putting them up, having to buy all the screens, I guess, uh -huh. and uh, all the cabling and everything else and, and the scanners that they have, um, Looks great, though, when you walk in. All the color and all the things on the screen, you know, someone who's not very experienced would say, wow, this, these guys, Cyber Ninjas, really going to, you know, attacking uh -huh. this. Uh, but they had to quickly just uh, abandon that whole thing, take the screens out the next day, um, and then go back to kind of the tried and true. But even now, um, with the rotating thing, it's, it's very... I would say for a person doing it, it's a brutal experience, you know, kind of a production line thing where that ballot comes around, it's moving, you got to look up, yeah. see it, look down. Uh, it is just something that uh, it's heartless, really, to put people through this experience uh, of doing well, that for six hours a day. And it also sounds like uh, unless they add more shifts or more counters, that there's, I, I don't know how they go through 2.1 million ballots this way before uh, uh, May 14. Ray, uh, after these numbers are looked at, um, or not not the numbers, but the uh, the races, the presidential race and the Senate race. And by the way, those are the only ones that I guess were won by the Democrats. Um, there was a, a, a Mark Kelly also won the U.S. Senate race for the first time, a, a Democrat picking up that seat in the U.S. Senate. Um, after those numbers, those ballots go through, I guess they track them. What happens to the numbers from there? How can yeah, we, the public, follow along? And I don't know if this is related, but why did you leave Maricopa earlier, I believe, than you had originally planned? Well, okay, so this is where, where the really uh, the key things happen. because what, So they bring out a box of ballots. Okay, the box has, I believe, seven batches in it of 200 ballots each approximately so mm -hmm. uh, they usually write on the money so there's 1400 or so ballots in a box um, it's a pretty big stack all right and uh, they tally those they stop at every 50 and compare between the three and if two of them agree then they go with that um, but there's some dead time because they have to try to rectify what the issues are uh, sometimes then they take these tally sheets there's uh, some runners with purple shirts on that run them to the accumulation table, uh, which is at the one end of the room, mm -hmm. and there is where the problem, in my mind, really happens. Now, what we normally want to have, and Citizens Oversight has watched many, many of these audits, we want those sheets to be scanned immediately and, and, and published so mm -hmm. that they can't be altered. Right. Because those tally sheets now become just like uh, ballots, but even more so because they're the accumulation of all the ballot uh, tallying. And and currently, um, none of that is being tracked publicly, right? They are tracking it. None. They're putting it into a computer for themselves to see. But we at home, the public, the media are not able to follow along to see how this is tracking out against the original numbers. It sounds to me like at the end of this process, they could come out and say pretty much any number they wanted. 
Well, well, that's that's true, um, and they, they do have big screens next to this accumulation table, and I don't know why they're not on. And the other things that I've I've gone to, like the the Rhode Island did a rare, very good uh, statewide audit, and and they did it live stream. The person would type in the values into mm-hmm. the spreadsheet as they went. That's what we'd really like to see, because then we would see, okay, there's the tally sheet. I see that, and mm-hmm. I see them typing it in. They're doing none of that live so that we can see it. Now, they've got cameras everywhere, right? but um, nothing live. And then I'm worried about, I'll tell you what I'm really worried about. Yeah, okay? quickly. This process of tallying has scientifically tested 1% to 2% error rate. The, the number of ballots they're looking for is 10,000 out of 2.1 million, which is just under half a percent. Mm-hmm. You can't find a half a percent with a 2 one to two percent error rate process. Mm-hmm. They're going to end up with this with some difference, maybe tweaked manually in their direction, maybe just uh, happened to be that way. And they'll go, oh, look how horrible this was. Um, you know, this was very wrong. Let me get when it could be that, that yeah. their process was wrong. Yeah, yeah. let me get uh, John's response to that. Uh, John is is you know they're looking for a they're they're trying to investigate a half a percentage point uh, margin with a process that can be wrong by one or two percent. What's the and, response? And, you know, everything Ray said, I agree with, mm-hmm. and and I add to that. Uh, today I went over to Maricopa County because they haven't set the computer. I want a batch counted. I want that scan made that Ray's talking about. And then I want it compared to the original count. And, you know, I want you to know, I don't expect it to match, and I'll tell you why. These machines don't count the hand-marked paper ballot. They really don't even count the image until it's adjudicated. And if in Maricopa, if you get a vote-by-mail ballot and you fill it out on a Monday, and a week later it's still on your counter, you watch a commercial say, I don't want to vote for that fool. So then you call up the election department and you say, hi. I spoiled my ballot. Can you mail me a new one? And they'll say, no. We want you to cross out your mistake and write no next to it. And then we want you to fill the next bubble in. Mm-hmm. And then as those 200 ballots, they do batches, go into the machine. The machine will stop. Says, oh, I can't accept that badge. That's because, that's because we have two ballots that need to be electronic adjudicated. Okay, that's a little... Hang on, John. That's a little bit in the weeds, but what I think you're saying is that uh, in a ballot like that, it would sort of be kicked out and would have to be judged by actual human beings as to uh, what the intent of the voter was, correct? That's what's done. So... But what we... do... Yeah. uh, have two people under camera, uh, a Republican and a Democrat, two different opposite parties adjudicated with a camera above, taking notes, and then there are trapped judges there. If you and me disagree, we raise a hand. Okay. Okay? And then we adjudicate it. I I understand, John. Yeah. John, I understand, and I guess the uh, bigger... And i got to get to a break here. I want to hold both of you guys over to ask some more questions about all of this, but... It sounds like, well, uh, the uh, Democrat, the current uh, Democratic Secretary of State, Katie Hobbs, uh, she opposes this audit. She said on Monday, quote, we have so many concerns about this exercise. I kind of don't want to call it an audit. I think that it's an insult to professional auditors everywhere because they're making this stuff up as they go along. 
it sounds to me like she is right in the assessment that this process is being made up as it goes along, as opposed to the way it would be done if it was run by the county uh, or even by you, John, uh, you know, with your audit USA. So uh, should why should we have any confidence uh, in the process that's going on here? It kind of seems as much as I am in favor, let me be clear, of hand counting paper ballots by anyone, including whether it's, uh, you know, Trump supporters who I may or may not agree with. I don't care. I believe that every citizen has the right to know that their elections have been counted and counted accurately to their satisfaction. That said, this is a secret process that the public can't oversee, that the media is being held out of, and that is being changed by the minute, and that we won't know at the end of the day if the process itself was even right. So what are we accomplishing here, John? By making changes, by being in there and being in the fight and challenging and getting the media in like I'm getting in, and by making sure they scan that, by they make sure they turn those TVs on next to there, and that we take a batch of ballots and count it, and then say, let's go look at how the machine counted it, uh, and do it then. But not we're not, but we're not able to I'm do not, that. We're not able to do that no, because we can't compare. We have no numbers to well, compare. We have people who are inexperienced, who are learning fast, and they got a lot more learning to do because I believe that elections are no good unless they're transparent trackable and publicly verified, and that's what I'm fighting for in this place. Uh, and it's very important that Ray gets, uh, a, gets these ballot images, and we run a separate count, okay? Oh, yeah. Done by, and we're working on that, too, and I think Ray has some news on that. Well, that's a separate parallel track, and uh, let me take a quick break. We'll come what back with the... What, what's that? It's an important let me, parallel track. I, and I don't. Uh, let me comment on on that go, one. Uh, the statement from the Secretary of State, if I may. Go ahead, Ray. Uh, uh, I I don't think I agree with this thing. It should be transparent. It should be open, and so forth. However, I will say that it is not as bad. I think as you might imagine. You know that I imagine it might be. I mean, there's a lot of good things that they're doing there correctly, even though we can't see it and it's not being pu- published correctly. Right. Um, well, I shouldn't have to imagine it. I shouldn't. I should be able to see it. No, right? no, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I'm not saying. I'm saying that. That yes, but but here's the thing: is that the the audits that they did by the county mm-hmm. were defective as well because they chose randomly uh, a very small sample, and that was chosen 14 days before the election day. So they knew, which is like putting a big uh, label on the boxes. Uh, I'm going to be audited. Please don't hack me. And then you just hack the rest. Uh-huh. Uh, this was a, a self-audit done by the officials who completed the election, mm-hmm. and it came out with zero discrepancies, right. which is uh, is really inconceivable. Oh, yeah. Uh, these are, uh, I, I'm not defending the way the county does it. As you know, as John knows, uh, all three of us have been uh, you know, right. yelling and screaming about these types of processes and the lack of... Uh, post-election oversight or audits or hand counts for years. So I'm not defending the county. I'm not defending what they did. But I am asking, you know, if you are going to spend, whether it's taxpayer money or private money, and go, uh, put the uh, the state, the county, the nation through this exercise, that it be done in not just a professional way, but a fully publicly transparent way. I see no reason 
why the media, uh, anyone from the media who wants to come, anyone from the general public who wants to come, I see no reason why they are not allowed in with you know full access to the process. They are in a 20,000-seat arena, for Christ's sakes, which never happens in these post-election counts. Why don't they just let these people in to watch what's going on? I agree because 100%. And under assault, okay? And uh, it's awful what's going on in the media. A lot of it may be true or not. It is, they're, they're scared. I mean, hey, I walked in, I said, gee, I'm, what hotel do you stay? May I both get the same one? And he says, I can't tell you because they're scared. Well, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry they're scared. Yeah, guys, guys yeah. hang on. Hang on. Hang on a second. I got it. I got it. I'm sorry. I have to get to a break, John. Uh, we'll come back uh, with John Brakey of Audit USA with Ray Lutz of Citizens Oversight, uh, both of whom have had extraordinary access that very few others have had inside the uh, counting room at the uh, Veterans Memorial Coliseum in Phoenix, where this count of 2.1 million ballots from November 2020, the presidential and Senate elections. Uh, goes on. We'll have much more to talk about ahead. Let me get to a quick break and we'll be back with more. I'm Brad Friedman. You are listening to the Bradcast. What the public hears on the public airwaves matters. At the Bradcast, we do our best to bring you accurate news and analysis on the issues that actually matter, and we do it all independently without corporate or political influence. But we can't do it without you, now more than ever. Please help us stay on your public airwaves by going to bradblog.com donate to help keep us going. That's bradblog.com donate. And thanks. And all you can do is laugh at her Doesn't anybody know how to pray? Arizona, take off your rainbow shade I would never laugh at Arizona. I love Arizona. Welcome back to the Bradcast. Brad Friedman from bradblog.com. Our special coverage continues today of this uh this remarkable recount, audit, post-election uh, forensic investigation of some 2.1 million ballots cast in Maricopa County, Arizona last year in the state where Joe Biden won the uh, presidential election for the first time in that state in decades. Republican, um, uh, well, Republican Trump supporters have not been happy about the results. They've questioned the results. They think it might have been stolen by the voting machine company Dominion or even stuffed with millions or hundreds of thousands of ballots in this particular case. And they have convinced the Republican state Senate uh, to give $150,000 to a private firm called Cyber Ninjas to count to somehow count all 2.1 million ballots by hand and investigate the machines. John Brakey of Audit USA is, uh, has been working uh, along with, not for, but along with the uh, Cyber Ninjas and Ken Bennett, the former Republican Secretary of State, who's the liaison to the state Senate. Uh, so he's been inside of this process that has otherwise been blocked from most media. Ray Lutz, who's also an election integrity advocate, long time out here in, uh, uh, in San Diego, Diego. He also spent a couple of days up there in Maricopa, Maricopa County watching the process. Um, Ray Lutz, let me ask you very quickly here. Is there any potential danger to the ballots themselves in this process where uh, under federal law, these ballots must be safely and securely retained for 22 months? Now they've been sort of given up to this private firm. Oh, well, 
well, there's always some risk, of course, but I, I do think that um, they are under uh, pretty good control there from what I've seen. I was, I, uh, uh, I was impressed with some things, and, and uh, they are controlling them. They're keeping them in order, mm-hmm. which is uh, one thing they need to do so that they can, we can find a given ballot, given a ballot image. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, I agree with you, this lack of transparency. I mean, look, when Jill Stein did her recount, it was all, all everyone was there surrounding it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that, and, and if we do have independent audits, which we've been saying for years is what we'd like, not mm-hmm. the self-audits by the same election officials that just um, did the election. Of course, they don't want to mm-hmm. tweak the results so that everything comes out fine. And... So we have, in this case, though, uh, a very partisan group doing it, and we know from the recent history a whole bunch of of things have been made up uh, about um, different things happening. And so there's there's indeed a a fair amount of worry, um, at least by me, that there is a hidden agenda here to make it look good while actually looking for a way to come out with something, even if it's small, Mm -hmm. and say, look, um, this was off by this amount, therefore we can't trust it at all, and therefore, you know, uh, basically Trump was right in in saying that the whole thing was made up, this sort of thing. Right. So that is the real danger here. And and that is a real danger because as long as they're sort of keeping the numbers a secret as they go, they can announce anything at the end. And like you say, uh, Ray Lutz, they can just say, "Oh yeah, Donald Trump was right." And how? Who are we to prove them wrong at that point? John Brakey. Normally, when there is a recount like this, the public can follow along as to how it is going each day with the results posted each day compared to the uh, initial count each day. So we can see, oh, uh, candidate A picked up uh, X number of votes. Candidate B lost X number of votes. Why is there no place that the daily progress for this effort is posted or or reported so that the public can follow along? Because it sounds to me at the end of the day, Nobody's really going to be satisfied with this uh, under this current process if we can't all publicly follow along. And I would agree with that. And I'm upset about that. And I'm here fighting for it. Okay. And I just want to say one thing. I think Maricopa County could be one of the best election departments in the country. Mm -hmm. I think it's all going to add up. And I am concerned about this secrecy. And, uh, And we're changing. I went to Maricopa today. I got a meeting with them later because these people can't set up the computer and have the password to print the report to compare apples to apples, batch to the canvas report. Okay, and so I'm filing a record request, going over there, and they're hopefully going to deliver to me the report that I can give out to everybody. You're That's talking okay. about Maricopa County Elections uh, Board that you've gone over there, you've made a public records request to get the initial batch-by-batch batch results because that's what they're doing. They're, they're, they're counting these in batches uh, so you can compare them to the original results. They're not making that public, but you're going to make a, a public records request. I hope you get that information, John. But if they don't release... The cyber ninjas don't release their information that they're reading, figuring out, tallying each day. We'll have nothing to compare it to. So have they, have the cyber ninjas said that they are going to publish this information? Well, We're a week you know, in already. Somebody's going to throw the gauntlet down, and I'm throwing the gauntlet down. Okay? <laughs> okay. 
Well, I, keep... and I guess if they don't want to do that, uh-huh. then I guess there's going to be a separation. And all of a sudden, I'm going to be on the outside, okay? Uh-huh. And, uh, and that's maybe what has to happen, because I know that transparency is the solution. And, and I've already got cameras in there right now. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a little meeting, and all those cameras were on it from up top with binoculars, too. And after I go back in, I want to go back and grab Ken and those guys up there. I want to walk and say, hey, this is what we're doing. You just wanted you to know, because they deserve to know. And, and, and we're going to keep improving this process. Well, it's been it has been a week and a lot can happen in a week when it comes to these ballots, John. It's been a week of of being blinded. The media has been blinded. We have no idea what numbers they have so far, how they match up with the initial tallies. Uh, It is. And I hope maybe I don't think they got uh, I don't think they've made 100,000 yet. Okay. Well, yeah, I understand, but that's still a lot of ballots. And they've been counting voting centers, not batches of the uh, vote by mail, because I can tell very easily because someone's in the box, uh, and these ballots have no folds on them. I, I, no, yeah, and th- so that's the other thing. The, the claim is these ballots have no folds in them. They're absentee ballots, uh, so they should have folds in the paper, but these have no folds in the paper, and therefore that is evidence that the ballot boxes were stuffed. Ray Lutz... Or these were yeah. the ballots that were counted at a voting center on Election Day that they passed it through a digital scanner. They use the uh, right. Dominion precinct uh, image cap. Ray, Ray, Ray uh, we can see on the video feeds uh, being produced out of the counting room, uh, which you can watch. You can't see much, but uh, at azaudit.org. Um, some of these tables have what appear to be some sort of uh, UV light microscope. Were you able to get any insight when you were there on the inside of the Coliseum over the past day or so? What it is that they are yeah. using that light to look for? What are they trying to find in these microscopic uh, investigations of ballots? Well, on the on the side of the room, there are some rectangular tables, and there's two tables per team. There's a, a yellow, blue uh, uh, red and uh, what's the other color? Anyway, green teams. And those have two tables each at the end. They're rectangular. So at one side, they pull the ballot out, they put it against a couple of rulers, and they say they're measuring the ballot. And then they have a digital SLR camera over it that they say they spent $5,000 on. <laughs> and it takes a picture in what the guy was very proudly saying was raw form so that uh, they get the most as possible. But it's like 41 megabytes, a very big file. So what are they doing? Uh, then they, then, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're taking a picture only of the front, okay? Then they hand it over to uh, the, let me get to that in a second. They hand it to the next station, which is like, looks like a jig type thing. It actually has four digital microscopes that are held over the ballot. And that is trained on little printer crosshairs like people are familiar with the printing industry mm-hmm. they usually print a little crosshairs on on any kind of thing that you print even business cards so that they can line up the pe- the plates uh-huh. this has nothing to do with with the with the form itself but there was an idea that maybe we could they could get some information about where if those didn't exist or if they were misaligned a little bit they could identify 
And then they also look at the edge and I, they look at one of the marks. And, and I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm 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 coming up on the clock here, um, uh, so, okay. Ray. So <laughs> I don't mean that. So what are they perp- What what are they looking for? What are they trying to discover through this I process? I ask them. I ask them that the mm-hmm. people there, and I says, "What are you? What is your theory? What are you looking for?" And they says, "Well, we don't really have a theory. We're just looking. We're just gathering information just in case." I think that there's the theory is that they may be able to find out paper from a different location. I've heard that the UV light can detect uh, whether uh, they also do the thickness of the paper with a micrometer. Yeah. So they're looking at the UV light to see if it's it's a bamboo paper. I think from China yep. with the I guess the notion that China has hacked the election if you bought the paper there, something like that. Oh boy. So it is. Uh, I think All a right. huge amount of work that they've added on and there's no way that they're going to be able to do that uh to all the ballots either yeah although the guy says they're keeping up it's just not true and uh i want to play they also can tell yeah they can also tell with that was the ballot hand marked or was it because when you mark it it leaves a little invitation by blowing it up they can see that it's not a laser Printed mark, but mm-hmm. on the ballot. That's what they're looking for. All right, let and me. Of course, the folds on the ballot are very important to them. Okay, and uh, you know to show that it was folded. And this is all made up by a crazy guy named Polster. Okay, you know uh, he thinks that the system was hacked through thermostats made in China that got it. I mean, I'm in Lululand on some of this stuff. Okay, <laughs> I know you are. I'm gaslight people by proving elections are real. This is the first. Count I ever known of in the state of Arizona. They usually just run the ballot through the same machine and expect a different result. That's a sign of insanity. Well, if you understand the I, system. We do. Uh, we certainly do on this you show, do, and, I'm, and I'm and I'm glad. I'm glad to see the hand count. As I made clear, normally I'm yeah. delighted for a hand count, but when you do it privately, when you do it secretly, it should be. Listen, even if they're partisans, I don't care if they're partisans. If the entire process yeah. is overseeable by the public and the citizens, I'm running out of time, guys. So let me just very quickly. Uh, here was uh, Ken Bennett again on uh, on Tuesday at that press conference. Yes, we're going to be able to tell every Arizonan in a few weeks that they can have complete integrity and trust in their elections or that we have some parts of the election that need to be improved. Okay, well, that's a pretty large range there. Uh, <laughs> do, do you guys, uh, based on this process going on right now, do you feel at the end of the day they are going to be able to say, yes, the count was accurate, or no, it was not, but prove how they have come to that conclusion? Let me hit both of you on this. John Brakey first, quickly. I think that we have a lot of improvements to make, and we're not, they're not doing it yet, and that is very disappointing to me, and I'm not going to put up with it much longer, okay? Uh-huh, and okay. And that's my commitment. Thank okay, you. I'm not going to—I have a good reputation. Uh, I'm not going to ruin it. Good. And uh, uh, Ray Lutz, uh, your thoughts okay. at the end of the day? Well, uh— I do think that there are some good things about this in that it's an independent audit away from the election officials, something mm-hmm. we've been seeking for a long time. But we never thought it would be this much of a partisan person, uh, you know, group doing it. Uh, and, and But maybe we can, you know, make lemonade out of this. I'm actually worried about, as you've heard, about the, the uh, percentages and how, whether they're going to find something. And so fortunately, we are fighting for access to the ballot images so that we can do a full ballot image audit. Those 
ballot images which were created by the machines mm -hmm. now have become very precious as we're worried about the paper yep. possibly being modified as they do this. Yep. Because anyone with a pen can go in there uh, at the, when this thing is closed and start adding marks to paper. And let me won't know. Let me be clear that if the uh, the folks counting these pieces of paper announce that they have found whatever a difference. Oh, look, Donald Trump actually won here. Uh, and, you know, whether they mark the ballots to do it or not. And you're able to go to those original ballot images that were actually scanned on, uh, you know, election night or whenever they came in, it came in that show purportedly the original ballot. They will say, well, that's great. But those ballot images were made by Dominion. That's why they show something different. Dominion stole this election. So I know but you're married to the paper ballot, Brad. Yeah. Because you're not done with the images by themselves. Mm -hmm. After you go through the images and it all adds up, we want to challenge the public. Mm -hmm. We want to publish 734 precincts. We want people to take a course with Emily Levy, election scrutineers, and then set up a camera. And then after they're done adding, we want them to pull a couple of images randomly mm -hmm. and go to our library and match them up. There is we a light people. The, we do want to ungaslight people. There is a lot that we want. I don't think these people who are running this uh, thing have any interest in those things that you have interest in, John, that you have interest in, Ray. I hope that I'm wrong. That said, last uh, question here. Well, just quickly, can I say that Ray Very and quickly. me are Democrats, and we're get, Ray's getting the images, okay? And we'll have another source of verification. Okay. And I think that's important. Okay, fine by me. The more verification, the better. That sounds good. Right that said, uh, has this audit or this recount or whatever, uh, as far as either of you guys can tell, has it, just for the record, as of this date, uncovered any? evidence so far of fraud and um and i'll take uh, an answer from both of you do you expect that it will what do you expect to find at the end of the day which is supposed to be may 14 when this is supposed to wrap up let me start with uh, ray lutz first real quick uh i don't think that it will find it should i don't think it'll find anything significant i don't think it can possibly find a flip in the election in arizona uh, it might find some minor details that need to be fixed up. It might find issues with the supervisors race in Maricopa. I mean, there's, I'm worried about how hard they were fighting to stop these ballots from being reviewed. Why, why not just let them do it under rules that we can agree on? They weren't looking yeah, at the I supervisors. Do they don't look at the supervisors race, right? That was no, what we will when we look at them. When you look and at so, them, right. Yeah, so we can look at everything. Now, the, the thing is, is that I do believe this is going to be a good for everyone because we're, this is going to bring up the issue that we need to have some real serious um, standards on how audits are run, not just by uh, election officials, but mm -hmm. by anyone. And in, that includes the election officials because, you know what, they violate them all the time. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I see this as sometimes even better than what I see from some election officials. Mm -hmm. Well, so it isn't necessarily that bad, but it's it, it's not going to find it's not going to do what they hope, which is to turn the election back over to Trump. John, uh, last uh, very quickly, any uh, you've been in there, you've been in, in the counting room there for the past week and a half or so. 
Has they have they so far, to your knowledge, uncovered any evidence so far of fraud of any notable uh, uh, proportion? And do you expect that they will? How do you think this plays out at the end from their count, not your and Ray's separate count of ballot images, but just from what they are doing now uh, that wraps up on May 14? I think that what Ray said is right on, and the only thing I would add to what Ray said is in 2006, I was part of the hand count audit law being passed. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you right now, the two county officials, it was the election department, it was Maricopa election, uh, and also Pima, said that if you want to add county races to be audited, we'll kill the bill. And I have that on video by Ted Downing, (laughs) who was a representative who testified in court. And I think if there's anything wrong, it's in the bond elections and it's in the county races. Where do five people control the billions of dollars they do? And all an election administrator or the manager of the community, uh, uh, the, you know, would have three it, votes every five four years. So uh, if I'm understanding, if I'm understanding you correctly, John, you're saying they have so far found no evidence of fraud. You don't believe they will, at least in the presidential and senate races. But who That's knows what you might find in the lower uh, races down the ballot? Right. Right. So, very and good. I want you to know. I, yeah. I just want to add to that. Quick. Is what's very important <laughs> is that in Arizona, when Jake was banging on the door, he said, "Keep counting, keep counting." And people in Pennsylvania were knocking on the door of the election. He said, "Stop counting, stop counting." Yeah. Hey, you know what? Uh, we count fourteen days out, and on election night, Biden was up two hundred sixteen thousand votes, and I watched it go down mm-hmm. because Republicans voted on election day and dropped their ballots. But at the end of the day, we won. And I'm a proud Democrat, and the Secretary of State is a friend of mine, and I've donated to her, and it's all going to work out, and we're going to get people ungaslighted and fight cynicism that's destroying our country. Thank you, John Brakey. I appreciate it, my friend, all that you are doing and uh, that you're allowing me to be highly critical of not just the process that you're working with, but of you yourself. And, uh, you know, uh, you've let me hold your feet to the fire as well. And I greatly appreciate it. John Brakey uh, is, the, is, is the director of Audit USA. You can find them at AuditElectionsUSA.org. And, of course, to our friend Ray Lutz, who is the founder and executive director of Citizens Oversight Projects, which you can find at CitizensOversight.org. Ray, thank you very much as well thank for you. joining us today. All right. You bet. Stay in touch, both of you, as this moves forward. I suspect uh, we will be revisiting the topic. Thanks, guys. All right. I got to take a quick break here. And we are back with, uh, well, our close, whatever we have left here on the broadcast. I'm Brad Friedman. Hey, this is Brad. If you haven't noticed by now, it's no easy feat finding facts, real facts, not alternative facts, over your public airwaves. We try to bring you real facts, truth, and clarity without fear or favor each and every day on the broadcast. But we need your help to do it, and that help is needed more now than ever. Please stop by bradblog.com donate today. That's bradblog.com donate And thanks. Are you trying to calm me down or (laughs) calm yourself down, Des? By the time I get to Phoenix, 
she'll be rising. <laughs> oh, she's rising already. Welcome back to the broadcast. Our uh, closing few minutes here today. Uh, Desi, I know that your head was damn near exploding over there. Yes. What? Yes, why? Because I am very troubled by the lack of transparency, the absolute lack of public oversight. Cameras from 100 feet away are useless. And if by the end of this, with whatever result they come up with, if they're not able to have a progress report from every single day of their results, mm -hmm. then they will not be able to prove how they reached their audit results. Correct. And here's the thing. They don't care. They don't need to prove it. That's the problem. Uh, you know, and I said earlier in the show, I am all in favor. I know there's going to be all sorts of people. I've heard it for the past. Month. Oh, now that a, a Republican was screwed by these voting systems. Now you don't care, Brad. That's not the case at all. I very much do care. I have spent years supporting some abhorrent Republican candidates when they have gotten screwed by the voting systems. I see no evidence of that here with Donald Trump. But guess what? That doesn't matter. They can count it. They should be able to count it all they want until they have confidence. But if it is not a public procedure that the media is able to oversee, that the rest of the public can oversee, then in the end, what have we accomplished other than to make things even worse? They don't have to prove it. They just have to say it. And that's damned dangerous, which is why we're going to do our best to keep our eye on this process. I got to get out, Des. Anything yep. else? Nope. All right. Uh, my thanks to our producer, Desi Doy, and of course, to my guest today, John Brakey of AuditElectionsUSA.org and Ray Lutz of citizens over, citizen, CitizensOversight.org. And my thanks to all of you for spending a portion of your day or night with us. If you missed any portion of today's show, download it anytime for free at Bradblog.com. That is made possible by those of you who support our work at bradblog.com slash donate. Drop me email if you like. I'm bradcast at bradblog.com. And on the Facebooks and the Twitters, I am the Brad Blog. <sighs> we will see you there until we see you here tomorrow next time with, uh, oh, special coverage of the president's not State of the Union address. I'll look forward to that. Hope you'll be with us here. I'm Brad Friedman. Good luck, world. Good luck, world.